on this episode of Japan 2.0. What is this? This is, <laughs> this is supposed to be a vacation. I know. <laughs> bedtime and I just finished packing for a 80 kilometer each way bike ride from uh, Kobe where I live uh, kind of the outskirts of Kobe on the west side um, to Kyoto the center of Kyoto city and uh, ever since I recorded the bike podcast I've kind of gotten really into biking um, one of the cool things about doing our show is you know to to prepare for those and kind of listen back to them uh episodes that we record uh kind of gets us excited about those things or kind of gets us deeper in the topics we're already passionate about and um a lot of times that's why we like doing our kind of 2.0 uh, versions where we come back and revisit episodes we've done before um and this would kind of be a uh time where i'm i guess doing that uh we did a biking episode not that long ago about two months ago or so maybe three months ago and uh yeah since then just biking has become a big part of my life. It's not just like a little uh, trip I'm taking. It's a once or twice a year thing, but I've been using a bike to commute and replaced uh, taking the trains since COVID times and really miss going to Kyoto, one of our favorite nearby cities. Uh, most people who live in Kobe, I would say, go there about twice or maybe three times a year. Um, it's about an hour and a half by train. But for me, uh, Kyoto is a place I would say I'd go one month on average. Um, you know, if it's vacation time for me uh, as a teacher, having long vacations, I might go three times in a month. Or sometimes, you know, work stressful, I might not go at all. But anyway, my point is I haven't been to Kyoto in a long time, probably about four months or so. And um, yeah, lots changed. Today, for example, I went to Osaka for the first time and. Probably four, five months, four months, and I was so surprised by how much has changed, just in terms of new shops and new restaurants and things. Um, so yeah, I'm hopefully gonna record tomorrow with a friend who's not been on the show, but I'm, I'm not sure if he's uh, gonna be comfortable with being on the show. So I'm gonna kind of record now in case uh, he says no. But um, yeah, we. This trip is really kind of impromptu. We talked about doing it. We wanted to do it for a long time. But the weather, uh, we are in the rainy season in Japan, which is mid to late June. Um, can go into early July as well. And basically what that means is it rains pretty much every day. And it's really humid and it's a horrible time. And for us, it's kind of sad because it's summer and we're on holiday. So you want to be outside. You want to be doing things. But yeah, you're... Oh, with a child especially, it's kind of hard to go out to like a cafe and just sit for a couple hours or something we might do on a rainy day. So we're kind of stuck in the house. So anyway, because of that, we had to kind of last minute change our trip. So we rebooked our trip, which was really easy to do. Uh, we just used booking.com or Agoda, A-G-O-D-A, are just two apps I use. They're not Japanese-based at all. Um, 
I find that for whatever reason, the rates are cheaper than using things like Rakuten or Yahoo, which are Japan-based. You can always save it. For me, I find myself saving about 1,000 or 2,000 yen using Agoda or Booking. They're really great because you can cancel the last minute. And that helped us a lot doing this trip because um, we purposely paid a little bit more, which is like you pay 5% more or 10% more to have a trip that you can um, cancel 24 hours before. So we booked those kinds of tickets because uh, we knew it was rainy season and we're lucky we did because we had to move it up a day. So basically I was planning all day tomorrow to kind of find a really good route um, to get there. I've not, I did the Shimanami Kaido. Um, you can listen to that episode, but I was with a friend who really planned a lot of that trip out and it's really guided. There's just a blue lane on the road and it tells you where to go the whole time. This is very different. It's our urban riding, city riding along the way. There's a lot of different paths to take. Um, in Japan, sometimes you hit highways and for me, I'm not comfortable biking on the highway. Uh, the friend I'm with is kind of a, a casual biker. Um, so I don't think he'll like riding in the road. To be honest, I'm not crazy about riding in the road. I will though. Um, one of the annoying things about biking in the city that we're in, in Kobe, and I'm not sure how prevalent this is in other cities is if you are on the sidewalk, it's nice. The sidewalks are pretty wide. I would say they're wider than sidewalks, uh, at least where I grew up in, in the Midwest, but in America. But um, they have these big bumps, like at every intersection. There's a large kind of greenish gray painted uh, bump. And I, I don't know if it's made to kind of slow you down so you're not flying on the sidewalks. But um, for me, having a road bike with kind of skinny, low-profile tires, uh, you can really just feel that shock. And if you're going on a long, long ride... Yeah, it does actually slow me down, which I don't like. And then, uh, I don't know, it just shakes your bones. Maybe I'm getting old, but um, yeah, it starts to feel some wear and tear. So I have started riding the road a little bit more during uh, like non-high traffic areas to avoid that. But anyway, my, my point is that, yeah, you can hit some really tricky things in Japan. And I don't like riding along a main road because there's traffic and maybe pollution and just the sound. It's not fun. I love the back alley. So you really kind of want to find these parallel roads that go to the main roads. And um, sometimes that can really take you out of your way. You get a lot of dead ends and things. So you do kind of really want to map out a path, map out a path here. So I didn't have time to do that totally. I definitely looked but I wanted to like pre-program in Google Maps and like have a, a path I could follow. So we're not doing that. We're just going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants. Um, on the longer bike rides I've done before, I've always used rentals. So if anything goes wrong, you can just call them and they'll pick you up. So I don't know how to change a bike tire. I don't even have a spare bike tire. Um, so I'm a little anxious, a little worried, but uh, you know, there's excitement and anxiety too, I think, to a certain degree. So... It is cool to kind of be doing it on my own bike. Um, Kyoto is such an awesome city by bikes. We've talked about it a lot in this show, and it'll be really fun to have my own bike. I like, I have a kind of cool bike, I think. It's a vintage track bike from Japanese uh, racing. If you know about road bikes, it's called NJS. Um, it's like a stamp that bikes of a certain caliber have, and yeah, it'll be really cool to be using my bike in Kyoto. Uh, you cannot, another big kind of caveat or thing I'm worried about besides getting a flat or something and not really knowing how to change it is um, you can't, let's say something goes wrong. Uh, I lived in Korea before. What I would normally do in Korea, I was in the biking there. It's probably the last time I was serious about biking was I would just take my bike on the train. You just find a train station. They're never more than, you know, 15, 20 minutes away. 
throw your bike on a train and go back home. Here, they have a really strict rule about needing to put your bike in a bag. <laughs> and there's these special bike bags. Um, and for a decent one, that's like 80 bucks. Uh, some of the better ones are upwards of $100. You can get one for like $40, but you have to take apart more of your bike. And even for the nice ones, you have to take off your front wheel and your seat. Um, so for me, I don't actually have the, the tool to take off the front wheel of my bike. I don't have like a quick release. I would need like a wrench. So I don't have that. So if I get stuck or stranded or it rains and the day we're supposed to come home, it is kind of scheduled to have light rain on and off that day. And that was the best we could do for this trip. We're just hoping, uh, I think we're both uh, optimistic guys. So we're just hoping it works out our way. It sounds like a recipe for disaster when I'm explaining it uh, here on the podcast. But yeah, I don't know. It's going to be great. I'm excited and I'm going to have a good time. And I think part of the thing I love about biking is it brings me back to my childhood. And I definitely want to have planned this out when I was a kid. I would go on long bike rides. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to do this kind of documentary style. If you remember uh, a couple of years back, I did a Fuji Rock where I kind of check in along the way. So you guys know what my plan is. Um, it's supposed to take around seven or eight hours. Uh, so that's basically what I do to get that time is I look up walking time which is about 16 hours. And I usually think riding a bike is about half of walking time. Um, sometimes it's even less than that. My friend who I'm going with, by the way, he just bought an electric bike. So when we planned this trip, he had a you know a regular bike and um, he, he bought that one only two months ago and now he's getting a new bike. He just got a new bike two days ago. I actually ran into him in the street and he's got an electric bike. So I'm also, I guess, kind of worried that I'm going to be the, the dead weight on this trip. And he, I hope, again, he, I can get him on the show. He is going to planning. This is the whole reason we're doing this was I always wanted to do it, but I couldn't find anyone crazy enough to do it with me. And he kind of mentioned like, hey, this summer, I think I want to ride from Hyogo Prefecture, where we live in Kobe, all the way up to um, the northernmost prefecture of Honshu, the main island of Japan. So pretty much he'd be going to Hokkaido. But because uh, it's separated by water, you know, you can't actually ride your bike over. You could put it on a boat or something. Um, I'm trying to tell them, if you're going to go that far, just go to Hokkaido just to say you went there. <laughs> you could say your bike, you know, touched Hokkaido and back. But I think he's going to use this trip to Kyoto as kind of a litmus test or like a benchmark to see if he can actually do that trip. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so I won't have an electric bike. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, hopefully... Uh, I don't know, I remember Fuji Rock, that podcast I did. I had some highs and some lows, but overall it was a very uh, big high in my life. So there'll probably be some low moments I'll bring you along the way for, but uh, hopefully it's mostly highs. Anyway, uh, next come back to you guys probably early tomorrow morning. Um, at the start of the bike ride. All right, it is now the next morning. I didn't get a ton of sleep last night because I was really excited for this trip. And uh, last night I talked about how I feel that there could be a lot that goes wrong on, on this trip. <laughs> Very last minute trip, yeah. uh, playing last minute. And I'm not trained and I'm, I didn't mention this, but I'm really out of shape because it's in Tokyo, eating and drinking my way through Tokyo. So this is the worst shape I've been in for a while. So I'm a little nervous. And I have a special guest here, as I was hoping to get on. Uh, this is my good friend and coworker, Dave. Dave, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Uh, hi, yeah, I'm Dave, as David told you. <laughs> I'm from Ireland. 
Um, I've been living in Japan for, I guess, uh, three years now. Um, it's my second time living in Japan. I lived in Gunma, which is west of Tokyo, for three years, um, a couple of years back. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm also excited for this trip. Um, and I have, well, I haven't much cycling, long distance cycling experience, but we'll see if I can hack it. Yeah, so what made you want to, your plan is to bike where? Where's your final destination? And so, how, um, long, how long will it take you? I, I was intending over two or three weeks to cycle to Aomori. Mm. However, I've decided against that okay. because I've been. Aomori is the like, northernmost prefecture yeah. of Honshu, near Hokkaido, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nor yeah, near northern Honshu. Okay. So I was going to do it, but then I realized that being an Irishman <laughs> um, and it's getting hotter in Japan, I'll probably melt in the heat. Yeah, you're, so, wearing, you're in black today. It's a brave and a hot day. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> you'll, track, no, you'll track the sun. No, no experience. Okay. But um, what I'm probably going to do is cycle towards Niigata, which is in, it's about halfway between here and Aomori. And I'm going to take a ferry over to Sado Island. And then um, when I come back from Sado Island, take another ferry overnight to Hokkaido. Mm. And the beauty of Hokkaido is it's it's looking at the weather yesterday and it's about five degrees uh, cooler cooler yeah cooler yeah. than down here and yeah. it's, it's much less humid so your bike tires will touch Hokkaido yes off That's the awesome. ferry yeah, <laughs> yeah. Off the ferry. and then we're right around Hokkaido which is supposed to be an awesome place to bike yeah. wide open and... yeah yeah a lot of um, forest and nature cool. but I am going to ship the disclaimer <laughs> disclaimer once I get to Hokkaido and I do my cycling up there the bike will be shipped back because um, it's probably too much to cycle back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that'll be the, the dead of summer. Yeah. Uh, we just did an episode, I don't think it'll be out at this point for our audience, about Japanese shipping companies and posting oh, wow. and all that stuff. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna, our show, in case you don't know, is just about kind of nuanced Japanese life. We don't talk about the big topics, you know, that mm. most people talk about with Japan. We used to talk about things like postage in Japan or uh, you were sharing a story earlier. I was wondering if you could share it on Mike about uh, dealing with Japanese bike shops and some of the the headaches of that. So uh, what, what was difficult about you're buying some preparing, Mm. what are they called? Panniers? So the, yeah, so I bought the the electric bicycle um, Mm. on Saturday and it didn't come with a bike rack to, so without a bike rack at the back of the bike, I'm not able to attach a pannier. Mm. So there was some bike racks. Panniers a a fancy name for a bag. Bag, yeah, bike bag. <laughs> when I got into biking, I was like, "Why are these panniers?" Everywhere? I didn't know, but yeah, sounds French, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, a bike. It's like a saddle bag, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wanted to buy this this bike rack for the back of my bike, and um, they had some in the shop, and they said, "Can I have this one and this one or this one?" They said, "No, no, no. You need a particular specific um, bike rack." And I was like, "Yeah, but there's these ones over here. Why not?" And they were like, "No, no, no." And they would have fit, but they were like, no, you must have this one specific bike rack. So I was, um, it was a bit frustrating yeah. for me because I knew they could have put it on, but they wanted me to order a special one. So mm. Sometimes the Western mindset of, we always in our countries can customize things yeah, like yeah, you want yeah. down to your hamburger, right? Yeah, yeah, I want no mayonnaise and that. And, yeah. and a lot of other countries in the world, uh, it just kind of comes one way and there's, there's no changing things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, I've had a lot of like experience here, but I guess it's just the culture. But you yeah. shopped around and found a shop yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. actually so, would put those on for you. Yeah, yeah, I shopped around and I went in and I was like, can I have that bike rack? They said, okay, and they put it on and that was it. And it yeah. wasn't the specific bike rack. The other shop wanted me to buy so that, it. that does show that. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, I guess the lesson is sometimes, maybe, maybe as Westerners, we, as you said, we expect things to happen, but then 
I guess here it's more this, everything has a specific purpose and it's hard to fit yeah. that into another place. Right. And you know, question yeah, the authorities on those things. Yes. Because when I did, I was questioning at the bike shop and mm. I could see they were getting stressed with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, then I was getting stressed and then I was like, okay, well, you know what? I bought my bike. So at least that's happening. Happy. I, I went to my biking sensei this morning, uh, a guy around the corner uh, oh. built, built my bike for me. He's like, uh, oh, wow. he hand makes bikes. And I just pumped up the tires because yeah. for me, the, the firmer the tires, the less pedaling you have to do, right? Mm. You'll feel more bumps and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. for me, I'm on a single speed bike. Um, he laughed at me. He, so I saw him going to Kyoto and he's like, what? he pointed at this bike. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this bike is a great bike. Like you helped build it. And he's like, single, but no gears. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he just laughed and he's like, crazy man. He's like, crazy man. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I, had flip, I had like flip flops and my pajamas on because I just ran down there where, we're doing this trip really last minute, by the way, as I mentioned yesterday. So the, the weather, so it's rainy season now, yeah. and um, you have to you have to um, play around the weather. It's not, like I'm from Ireland, and it, it rains a lot, yeah, a lot. But the rain in Japan, when it rains, is much more intense. So you get like it's so humid too. Yeah, I, I at home you get like a, bit, a little bit wet from the rain, but here you get very soaked. It's like intense. Right. So anyway, yeah, we're going to go. What are your, uh, I just found out this morning, I think I mentioned yesterday that uh, Dave is going to do this as like kind of preparation or training for his big trip. But I actually found <laughs> out this is actually the first leg of his trip and that I'll be coming back uh, on my own. And then he's going to continue on to Lake Biwa and Shiga mm. after that. And then, yeah, go through the, the trip as planned. So yeah. maybe I'll have you back on when you're done and yeah, you, can yeah, talk, yeah. you can talk about the experience. So for a disclaimer, I would love to cycle back with David because he's an <laughs> awesome guy. But sure, um, sure. with the... With the the heat of the Japanese summer, mm. I'm nervous that if I don't go now, that I mean it's just going to get so intensely hot that yeah. I'll just like I'll be like no, and I'll stay in my apartment all <laughs> summer. So I'm still happy you're doing it. It's something I've always wanted to do, and maybe uh, if you do this one and you want to do it again another yeah, time, of course, maybe I, I next could, summer I or something. Joining you, get away from the family for that long. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, so, well, I, I might not make it. I might like be coming back next week so right. we, we have a lot to talk about we're gonna pop in probably lunchtime dinner time and mm. just kind of say how we're doing uh one last thing before we go do you have any like fears is there anything you're worried about going wrong yesterday i talked about all these things that i can envision going wrong today um i guess well worst case scenario is getting a a flat tire That's what in I the heat too. intense heat of this summer in the middle of nowhere i've um, never changed a flat tire on a car or a bike yeah i would, yeah. I would be horrible at it i have a i have a spare tube inner tube okay. just in case yeah. um and i guess it's with me on a regular day i don't drink enough water yeah so it's reminding myself to drink That's like i know cyclists have all these specific times uh, things and they eat and drink yeah i don't know any of it so I'm, exactly. i guess i was drinking water eating stuff and like yeah. seeing what happens See, we, we honestly called an audible <laughs> at about 7 p.m yesterday to yeah. do this today yeah. we're supposed to have a whole extra day to buy ourselves time so it was father's day i was still celebrating father's Happy day father's day so i was out having dinner having drinks yeah. I, I drank a good four four things of sparkling wine oh, wow. last night so oh wow <laughs> i'm it's, yeah it's so funny that this trip's happening today of all the days because I feel not ready for it. So yeah, we're gonna come check back in probably around lunchtime or so. We'll see uh, how much we regret our decision and how much we're we're loving it, right? We'll be loving it. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Bye bye. Lemon gin orange. Alright, Dave. So we just had lunch. It's now 3 p.m. I think we left my house at 11 or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're almost four hours in. How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. Um, I think for the first part of the trip, I 
think the heat was affecting me. I felt quite tired. Oh, okay. But my body has adjusted to it as we went, we've continued on. And actually, I'm feeling better. And now that we've just eaten, I feel like ready to go. Yeah, Japanese podcast here. We got some Rihanna in the background. We just ate some hamburgers. <laughs> you would never guess we're in Japan, yeah. but I swear we are. I'm not secretly doing this from the States. Yeah, we found a place I've wanted to go to for a while called Jack's Pizza and Burger in Amagasaki, which is pretty much Osaka. Uh, so we're almost at Osaka. We're probably just under halfway. Yeah, so um, we've done 35 kilometers, and I checked we've got another 43 to go. 43 to go, it's 3 o'clock, it gets dark around 6.30 or so, so... I reckon we'll be there by 6. Alright, I think 8. We'll see. Really? We got, no. We got, it on no, rec- no. we got it on record here. Well, no, I think by 6, maximum 7, 8, no. Are we, do you think we're going to get dinner before we get to Kyoto? Or wait till we get to the hotel and get there? Um, I don't know. I guess okay. by 6 we can check. Yeah, alright. Well, anyway, so far so good. No flat tires. We had one no. one uh, malfunction. I know my my pannier bike. The pannier, the dreaded broke. pannier. Broke. Yeah. I managed to do something and we fixed it. So. Yeah, they've got a good quick fix on that. Yeah. So uh, thank yeah. God I installed that basket. That's right. Yeah, we put it up to the front. Yeah. But the the wonders of Japan means I can ship my bags to the next hotel as I'm going along. So yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna ship my stuff home and Dave's gonna go on to his next part and ship it. Uh, what do you think about the Japanese biking experience so far? There's been some frustrations along the way, right? Yeah, um, for a country where everyone cycles, there's a lot of curbs going up and down. Um, yeah. And people, when people are walking in front of you, they're not as aware, and they don't look left, right, so you have, it can slow you down. And, and that's maybe the biggest issue, the traffic lights. Yeah, there's a lot of traffic lights. We were talking about, there's a lot of traffic lights here in places that, in our home countries, we wouldn't have them. We'd have like a four-way stop where they, you just trust pedestrians to yield and mm. make your own decision. Uh, but here, it's kind of reflective of the culture and that oftentimes people uh, are told what to do and they kind of get comfortable with that. And some of them are so small, they're laughable. It's like two feet, three feet mm. wide and there's like a red light there. I'm like, wow, yeah. this is the smallest intersection in the world. And then I'll go through it and I get like 30 looks by people. I'm like, <laughs> really? Like, really? You're not going to just go? Yeah, so we feel we've made a much better time if it wasn't for a lot of people, yeah. pedestrian traffic, and the way... If we can get a straight road, if we can get like by the river or something, we're hoping that would happen, yeah. we can go straight on in. This is the most crowded part of the way, like I'm, I'm kind of excited about from here to Kyoto, because I think it's supposed to be rice fields and streams and Inaka, which is countryside. Um, we'll see, hopefully, but uh, yeah, so far so good. How's your butt? Good, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so no, so good. I always say, you know, after lunch, when you sit back on that seat after lunch on a, a long day. So we'll find out soon. But I think I'll be fine too. Yeah. All right. Well, checking in. Hopefully, next time we're successfully at our uh, hotel hopefully. in Kyoto. <laughs> All right. See ya. Okay, we are now coming at you. It's 11.30 p.m. No, it did not take us to... It did not take us to 11.30 to get to Kyoto. We got in at... What time, Dave? We got in at 8, 8 p.m. What were our predictions? Uh, I said probably 7, and you said 8.30. I'll have to listen back (laughs) to the the recording. I thought thought you might have said 6. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. know. Maybe it was all the traffic. We've had some drinks, so... Is my... Can you hear my voice? Is it okay? I think you're okay, yeah, yeah. Dave is being a very polite guest and has the mask on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If if you can't hear me... uh, You're you're sounding good, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay.
Um, anyway, so yeah, we made it around eight, eight or so. Yeah. Maybe a little bit past eight, uh, getting our hotel, and it was long. It was hard. Yeah. It was harder than I thought. Yeah, I, I think though, for me, um, I think David is uh, had a harder job because I have a electric bike, so mm. I kind of like cheated a little bit. But um, I think the for me the heat was the difficult okay, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, my legs feel okay, mm. I think. And we'll see how I feel tomorrow. Who knows? I'm getting progressively sore. So we've been in for, what is it, three three hours now. Yeah, we, yeah, went yeah. Out, we went out into Izakaya and we had a couple of drinks after. And yeah. yeah, I felt pretty good, but my, my palms and my hands yeah, 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 are yeah. killing me. It's stiff. My hands are stiff too. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm getting more and more sore. We'll see how tomorrow is when we wake up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Be. But my seat is really good. When I did the yeah. Shimano Kaido, which, uh, Dave, you, you've done before yeah. too. Maybe I'll talk about that. First of all, I'd like to say going from Kobe to Kyoto or, or even Kyoto to Osaka, I've heard that's kind of a popular trip. People yeah. do Kyoto to Osaka. There's no Shimanami Kaido. No. It doesn't hold a candle no. to it. It is. No, it's not at all. And I think that was my big bike trip before this that I've done in Japan. Yeah. And I knew that was going to be better. But I thought this might be some kind of local version of that yeah, in yeah, some yeah. way. I mean, there were some nice views and stuff, but I would say the nice views of the good moments we had were about 15% in terms of yeah. the scenery. Obviously, the conversation was great. Yeah, yeah the whole of course. Yeah. Our, my, uh, yeah, the, our companionship, it was mm -hmm. really awesome doing it with you. But yeah, in terms of like... The traffic lights. So, oh my God. Yeah. Traffic lights in places where there do not need to be traffic lights. Yeah, we talked about that in the last segment. Yeah. But then on this particular part, so I think I said I'm really excited about the next leg last time we yeah, recorded. Yeah. It took about... It was a little further than I thought. Like, we weren't as close as I thought. So it yeah. took us about two hours to kind of get to that point where we're going to go along yeah. these rivers and streams. Yeah. And it sounds really good. And the, I knew Kyoto's famous river, and the, the last hour and a half we were on that famous river, and that part was really good. Beautiful, yeah. But these other rivers and streams, what, what were some of the problems with them? Why weren't they as good as, as we had hoped? Um, I guess there was a lot of more walls, like flies and stuff. Well, there was that. But the, the thing you were getting frustrated about was the barricades. Yeah, oh, how did yeah, I forget? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you yeah, were yeah. so, so mad at those. They have these barricades that don't serve... I mean, if, they, if they're for... They keep out if cars. If they're to keep, but they keep out bicycles as well because they're so narrow that you have to lift your bike between them, over them. Yeah. So actually, and they... David's electric bike is quite heavy. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, I, I, the barricades were very frustrating. I think it's not mm. bicycle friendly... Pedestrian friendly, not bicycle friendly. Yeah, it's, it's weird. If you're trying to block out cars, clearly they're allowing bikes because there'd yeah. be ramps to get on these yeah, things. Yeah, like, yeah. there'd be ramps next to the stairs. So, I mean, maybe it's for, like, a baby stroller or something like that. But they want bikes yeah. there, but, yeah, it's a bit annoying, especially if you're trying to go fast and keep a certain pace. Mm, for yeah. me, again, we found these paths that would run around these, these rivers, and they're yeah. beautiful, but it would be, like, 5K until you could get down to it. So you're, like, yeah. on this road waiting to go down, waiting to go down. And then if you want to get off of that path, you got to really like pre-know where you're going. So we would yeah. just be stuck on them. And they, they had, um, we could have went down to the river earlier, but they only had steps and they had no ramps down. Yeah. So the steps were steep. For so me, there's oh, no yeah. way I could have, well, maybe David could have carried his bike, but I could not have brought yeah. mine down. It would have been too hard. hard for me, a real low. There was maybe two lows of, of, the, of the ride. Funny, it came in this segment. I thought this segment was going to be like the, yeah, the yeah, highlight. Yeah, yeah. And there were, high, I think there were lows and highs. This was an extreme. There was yeah, really yeah, good yeah. moments on this segment. We're talking about uh, from Amagasaki, which is like kind of uh, eastern Kyoto to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to or eastern Kobe, sorry, to Kyoto. 
uh, was this one time where Google Maps, we were using Google Maps, thought we were on the lower path on the river, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we were actually up on a higher path on the road, and it said, yeah, go straight. So we did, and it turned to grass, and that, that was kind of weird. Yeah. And then I saw a sign, and I couldn't understand it, but I figured that sign might say, like, don't go past here, but... We saw like a bridge we, ahead. We, we saw a bridge ahead. We saw this grass yeah. ro- high road. We're probably fifty feet above the the river yeah. and the ground. And then it was this big up. And I was just envisioning like, what if that's like a ramp that just like ends and you like go into the water? Yeah, yeah, and I told yeah. Dave like, I don't think we should go there. You're like, oh, I'm gonna go check it out. So it's fine. Checked it out. It was fine. It wasn't what I thought. So I was like, okay, cool. So we're going. We're going. We're going. We're really committing to this thing. At this point, we we're really tired. You know, it's like the last three hours, and we just kind of yeah. want to be there. We go all the way down, and we hit, like, a bridge. Yeah. The gate. That's the gate. But again, if I was alone, I might have thought about kind of just lift my bike over this mm. and go over. But it felt pretty sketchy still, and we had to turn around, and we lost probably 30 minutes in that. And yeah. it was a hard riding, you know, in the grass and stuff. And that felt like, what's going on here? And, uh, we went over some gravel roads. Yeah, I, was, the, I have really high-profile, skinny you know, road bike tires, so I was worried about getting a flat yeah. there. So, I liked That's fun for yeah, me, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. I had a different bike, I would love it. Yeah, some, some yeah. uneven surfaces, but I mean the being at least being by the by the river was nice. We eventually found a good path on the river, yeah. and we were down there, and that that was beautiful. I was getting really hungry at that point though, because yeah. again, we were kind of hoping we get in around six. We left. Yeah. We left realistic around eleven. Uh, so what was that? It took us about nine hours to get in. So we were thinking it's gonna take shorter. We we're hoping to eat here with all the great choices in Kyoto. So I got really hungry, and Dave had all has all these power bars because he's doing his big trip. And uh, he shared one with me, but it was melted. Yeah. And it was just, I, had, I was starving, so I was just, like, licking it off the wrapper <laughs> and stuff. You got pooped on by a bird. I did get crapped on by a bird, but apparently it's good luck, so. Prior to that. So look, I have my antiseptic wipes to clean right. it up. So anyway, I had this wrapper thing, and I, I don't have a lot of room in my bag and stuff. I had a very minimal bag, and uh, we had to get rid of it. I was like, I'm gonna, like so Dave had the idea. It was a good, great idea. It worked out in the end. Just take the, the, the dirty chocolate melty wrapper and just, like, sh- shove it in the bottle <laughs> yeah. and you can put it in your bag. Otherwise, yeah. I would have got chocolate. I mean, one all of the over my things bag. about Japan, um, as you might maybe discuss this on a previous podcast, but there aren't a lot of trash cans. Oh, it's so so it's if the, you're looking for a trash can, you're not getting one. So nah. you have to think of solutions until you find. You'll a trash be holding can. stuff. I've held, held garbage in my hand for two hours before. You know, yeah. just anyhow. So uh, I'm shoving this chocolatey wrapper, yeah. squeezing it in. For me, it felt like it took like eight minutes or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably just two minutes, but. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, what? Does this happen to anyone else? Like, getting chocolate all over me, and I want to get back on my bike, and <laughs> just starving, and yeah. lick, licking it off the wrapper. I felt like, yeah, what is this? This is, <laughs> this is supposed to be a vacation. I know. <laughs> um, but when we saw that Kyoto Tower from afar, yeah. oh, we got, like, a second wind, second energy yeah, in, in so us. Nice. And I told Dave, I think I can go for, like, another 20, 30K. I feel, like, I was really like, I'm good. energized. He's like, I'm done. You have 2% in your battery left. Yeah, so actually, I had... um. It worked out perfectly because at the end, um, I had three. I could have done three more k on my electric bike, and then mm. it would have cut out. The battery is gone, so it lasted like it lasted all day. Um, it was perfect for the trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. I reckon so. It's supposed to be eighty k. Yeah. I reckon we might have done ninety or ninety five yeah. because again, we're yeah. all we're always trying to search for a path off the main road, yeah. which I don't know how well we did. We uh, often yeah. ended up. Oh, another low. The third low. My chocolate one was a personal one. The the third shared low was like, we got off the river, which is beautiful and great, yeah. and we had to get out on the main road. 
We were like legit on a freeway that had no sidewalk. Was, yeah. And we we're going against oncoming traffic. Yeah. Was which was like dangerous. a foot away from us. Yeah. And I just thought if we and there's a lot of gravel. I'm like if we hit a rock, I fell over. in there, or the yeah. car just jolted over. I'm like this is not this is not what we're supposed to be doing here. Again, yeah. this is not the Shimonami Kaido where you have this bike lane. No, and I, I didn't realize until today the Shimonami Kaido. I mean, when I went, there was no barely any pedestrians because of or other cyclists because of covid mm. and then there's hardly any traffic you didn't lights. see other bikers when you're out there like a handful i can okay. count on my one, one hand yeah oh okay we went beginning of covid yeah. probably four months ago and yeah i probably saw four it wasn't crowded by any means but yeah. i probably saw 300 bikers across two days oh no no we, we saw like less than 10 oh, wow. but um so on the shimonami Shimanam, kaido yeah um you're, there's no traffic lights. You're going through the countryside. It's mm. much rural. You can get pick up good speed. Yeah. Um, and on this trip, even though the scenery is, is beautiful, mm. the with the lights and with the cars and the pedestrians, it definitely slows you down. Yeah. So I wonder if you've taken away all the obstacles today, like all that kind of stuff. How quickly we could have done it. Yeah, yeah. It definitely felt frustrating to even try to pedal fast or yeah, go yeah. hard because you know you're gonna be stopped shortly. Yeah. We were, one of the cool moments for me was being along the Shinkansen. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not like a hardcore train nerd, but I'm kind of a sucker for, for yeah. trains. And the, the, Beautiful. And uh, yeah, so we were in these like rice paddies and fields and you see like the uh, Shinkansen flying yeah. by. It was a very picturesque moment, but my phone is like, uh, how can I put it? It's encased in my, in my bike and it's kind yeah. of annoying to take out and grab a quick photo. It's one of those things you just kind of had to live yeah. in the moment. But those, those are cool. For a long portion, we were under the Shinkansen track biking. Yeah. Which is great. You hear it go above you, and it's such a powerful zoom. And yeah. I, yeah, my mind wandered and thought, like, man, what's this train flew off? And then I started, <laughs> like, how, how sturdy are these tracks? You know, yeah, some yeah. weird thoughts. But that was kind of cool to be under a Shinkansen yeah. for a long point. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't, like, strongly recommend ever doing this, you know? Yeah. I need to go, I have to go back home. Dave's going on to another, another area. I know, I think I would recommend doing it. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's a good challenge. Mm, um, it's, that definitely was a challenge. You're like there are obstacles, but um, it's so rewarding. Like we mm. we ate Being out here. I feel already. yeah. You know I've taken the train here a million times. Yeah, but it's a different it's way to get different here. feeling. Like being out in the <coughs> being out in the fresh air all day. It's good for you. Exercise. Sure, sure. Um, just it's it's like it's hot. That's all. Mm. Yeah, it, it was definitely warm. Any, it's probably I don't know, eighty Fahrenheit. What do you think that was in? celsius today oh, oh um it would what, 30 31 i'd say 30 oh okay maybe it's higher than 80 then anyway uh yeah we were, we were sweating bullets drinking my lips are chapped like drank I, drink, a lot. I drink so i've never just uh like one-shotted bottles of water yeah, 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 yeah. every time we got any liquid i would drink it within like <laughs> a minute i was like i've yeah. never done this in my life it's good though i mean you gotta be hydrated yeah, 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 yeah but yeah, so it was cool. Tomorrow we're just gonna hang around Kyoto and do yeah, stuff. Maybe excited. maybe we'll check in and kind of yeah. say what we got into. We went to a really cool craft beer bar. I've always wanted to go mm. to tonight. It's called Derailer Beer Works. They're from Osaka, but they just yeah. opened a branch in Kyoto, and uh, really cool craft beer. They have all these fridges. You can just grab your beer from the fridge, and they have like twenty five taps. It seems like and really great service there. I don't know if we shared the story before, but. They're a really cool company that has a lot of disabled people um, who have a hard time getting other jobs. But for whatever reason, the owner there has decided he's going to help them. I don't know if he gets a subsidy for that. 
if it's you know, if he gets any benefit. But yeah. it sounds like he's just a really nice guy. And the reason I got into them is they have really cool labels, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful labels. So this derailleur, which I think is actually a bike term, a derailleur changes the gears on a bike. Okay. So that. that's yeah. the girl on the on one of the labels does have a bike. So oh yeah, maybe yeah. Search derailleur like the bike, the and bike. then uh, derailleur beer. And yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you can see um, that. But uh, I really recommend it. The hospitality was great. Yeah. They have two or three branches in Osaka as well. Yeah, um, they're very friendly there. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely friendly. Anyway, uh, I think that's it for day one. It was a tiresome yeah. day, but a very rewarding day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll come back tomorrow with what we okay. got into. I have to go to Harlots yep. tomorrow. And I would love to have uh, Dave on once he's done with his bike trip to see how it went. Yeah. Just to report uh, back. I'm going to write a journal, I hope. Awesome, so. cool. I brought the book, so hopefully I'll do it. All right, can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, thanks. No, it was good fun. Yeah. Thanks, David. Yeah, good night. Good night. Avocado, it's the key to the